This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a very familiar person to just about everyone in America. She's a political consultant, pollster, but uh, more importantly, she served as the senior counsel to President Donald Trump. Uh, and we are delighted to have today uh, Kellyanne Conway, and uh, we're thrilled that she's joining us on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, she, Let me just give you a little background on Kellyanne. She was the founder of a polling company, uh, Women Trend, a business that she had for 21 years uh, and that she still maintains. But she served as campaign manager to the Trump-Pence presidential campaign becoming the first woman to successfully manage a campaign. And I remember when that happened, there was very little hoopla about it. You know, there are a lot of women who ran presidential campaigns, but none of them who won. And Kellyanne made history when she did that. And, of course, the left, uh, you know, they refused to cover that this was a a monumental, uh, 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 it was a triumph on her part. Uh, and it was historic. Uh, she is one of the most quoted and noted pollsters in the in the nation. And uh, for those of you who don't know to know this, she has a law degree with honors from George Washington University, the University of Law. She's mother to four kids. Uh, and uh, I'm going to let it stop there because I'd rather talk to uh, her and have you listen to Kellyanne. She's written a memoir. It's called "Here's the Deal." And I'm about halfway through it, Kellyanne, and I, I must tell you, uh, I knew a little bit about your background, uh, that you grew up in primarily uh, a female household uh, with your aunts and your grandmother and your mother. And uh, But there's one point where you talk about the fact that it was, I think, the night before the inauguration and everybody was happy and thrilled. And uh, you, there's a one-liner in there that's so you where you say, you know, uh, I didn't know that the buzz saw was waiting for me on the other side of the day. <laughs> Who knew? Kellyanne, good morning and welcome. Talk to me about your book. Thanks for having me. And the spirit with which you made that introduction, I wrote this memoir, Here's the Deal, even though I'm only 55 and hope I've got decades of life ahead of me, God willing, because people always want to hear the story behind the story. What was Donald Trump really like? What did he say when he made you campaign manager? How was it to work in the White House? Where did you come from? Were you, did you come from a political family? No. Janine, I don't even remember a single political conversation. <laughs> so I think in that house of all Italian Catholic women. And, but I have to tell you that I didn't know the buzz saw was waiting for me, not even because inauguration day for Donald Trump in 2017 literally was my 50th birthday. When he made me campaign manager, I no said, well, kidding. Mr. Mr. Yeah, I was born January 20th, 1967. I said, Mr. President? No, I said, Mr. Trump? Well, Either we'll have the party of a lifetime or I'll take the kids to Italy. And Jeannie, my kids have not yet been to Italy. So we had a party of a lifetime. And I continued in my service in the White House. The reason I didn't know there would be a buzzsaw on the other side of the inauguration is because I totally underestimated and was naive that a media that's, yes, liberal and didn't want Donald Trump to be president, didn't vote for him to be president, would take the sheer shock and embarrassment that he had indeed become president and just try to ruin people's lives. Whether we had the fake collusion, illusion, delusion investigation, the Mueller report, the Mueller testimony, all this nonsense for almost three years, mm-hmm. two and a half plus years. It's, it's chapter 30 in my new book, Here's the Deal. I go through it. Whether it was the Washington Post 15 minutes 
after Donald Trump is sworn in as 45th president, the Washington Post says now it's time to impeach him. So the knives were out from the beginning. I, I was personally um, not ready for probably I was ready for it, but naive about it. And I think the other reason was, look, Donald Trump won the Electoral College. He, he became president of the United States fairly and squarely. It's Hillary that couldn't concede it. It's a lot of the shenanigans from 2020 we're still talking about. But in the case of Donald Trump, he was the wish fulfillment for millions and millions of Americans, Judge Dean, right. who said, I want somebody who has a ton of experience and very little or no connection to Washington. Turns mm-hmm. out that it was Donald Trump. But they came for us. And listen, I'm a staffer. What do you care about a staffer making me the headline, the punchline? household name. I was not Sarah Huckabee Sanders or Ivanka Trump or Mika Brzezinski, all these people who were born into the family business, if you will, who had very famous fathers who had uh, done great in their own careers, and they as their daughters also had done great in their careers. This was all brand new to me. Well, and, 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 you know, it's, it's interesting because I think the same thing, Kellyanne, you know, I talk about the system. I say I was, I, I'm a believer. I believe in truth and justice and law and order. But then when you see what's happening, you say, am I naive? So, I mean, it's not a word that I would connect with you or with me because, I mean, we've got our bona fides, but the paradigm has changed, Kellyanne. They are gunning for the institutions in this country and the attempted takedown, which we're now seeing in the uh, Michael Sussman trial in Washington, uh, evidence of uh, by uh, of a presidential candidate and then a president. And you lived in this in this whirlwind. I mean, every day did you wake up and say, you know, am I in Kansas? Pretty much because the yes, pretty much because the tornadoes were all around us. And look, I think the job of the media is and always should be, Judge Janine, to get the story. But they took it upon themselves to get the president and those around him. And if you look at just the facts, the metrics that have since been presented, about I read a report that about 40% of Donald Trump's first couple of years in office was consumed by in part by Russia collusion illusion. In other words, those were forty forty percent right. of the coverage, forty percent of the of the questions asked. Okay. Think about all he accomplished within that fog, within that complete fog of Russia collusion delusion. He he went about and did and got us energy independence and recalibrated reciprocal trade deals and the Tax Cut and Jobs Act and judge federal judges that don't think the Constitution is a paper towel, actually believe it is the law of the land and want to apply it and not not legislate from the bench. So his accomplishments went on and on, although the attacks never stopped. Um, And look, it it became very personal. You have have these, (laughs) as I say in my book, here's the deal, Janine, on sale now, as I say, these thin-skinned, terrified, troubled media types living in glass houses, thinking they, that my marriage was any of their business, mm-hmm. that my personal life is any of their business. Have you seen these people? Uh, it takes you two seconds uh, to, to, to look at their private lives, which, by the way, I have no interest in doing. It's not relevant. It certainly was never relevant to my job. Oh, but, but, you look, know, Kelly, I wasn't there. Go, go you know, Janine, you know, I wasn't there to mollify the mainstream media. I was respectful. I tried to answer questions. I didn't even want to press or comms job. I said no to those within two hours of Donald Trump getting elected. But, you know, he, he wanted me out there talking to the American public. You know why I was there? It never really mattered to me who the anchor was in the chair. 
it matters to me that the American people heard that message. There are going to be millions of people out there who otherwise did not have that information that we were providing, and I felt duty-bound to them. Why should they have to pay or get access or, 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 or struggle on the outside of the glass looking in, wondering when it's their turn? What do they need to know? Instead, they got instant free-of-charge information. Donald Trump cut out the middleman. The middleman didn't like it. Well, Kellyanne Conway, and the the truth is that you never you never got emotional. You never lost your cool. You, I, I think that people, when they think about you, they think about a woman who is brilliant, and you are a woman who is anchored, and you are, and a woman who is factual. I mean, you just spew the facts, and I think it totally unnerved the left. It totally unnerved the press, and that's why they said, you know, we can't attack Kellyanne Conway for the facts. Well, let's go after her personal life, and let's go after, you know, whatever is going on at home. But, you know, that kind of thing, and, and maybe we'll talk about that toward toward the end of the interview, but I don't really care about what's going on in your home life. You're with the President of the United States. He's making all of these positive changes for Americans, but the press hates him. And then all of a sudden, by the way, as soon as as soon as Joe Biden uh, won, there's no more storming on the streets. There's no more, you know, uh, burning of of, of the uh, 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 by Black Lives Matter and all that other craziness. It was they had a hissy fit. They were going to storm, tear down, burn down, terrorize, whatever they needed to do until they got their way. It's a frightening left that we have in this country. It is. It's a very frightening left. And look, Trump derangement syndrome is also real. They -hmm. couldn't wait to get rid of him from Washington, D.C., and they still can't quit him. They still Mm -hmm. talk about him. I talk about that in my my book, Here's the Deal, Janine, that they – they, they're so proud that he's no longer the president, yay. But guess what? You said as soon as Joe Biden got there, the rioting stopped. You know what else stopped? Energy independence, $2 a gallon gasoline, right. Putin out of Ukraine, Iran contained as it salivates as a nuclear-capable country at, looking at Israel, China being contained, these trade deals. I mean the list goes on and on of all the things that Joe Biden has either unraveled or not tended to in the way that we feel is more permanent. As the polls show that – Biden-Harris don't do anything well, nothing we can see anyway, and the excuses that are made for them routinely, the covering up for waste of space, Hunter Biden, oh. uh, not just, you know, not just at the time during the election, but really now. There's such, an, there's such a lack of curiosity about what really happened, about who this really is, and he's relevant, not because he's this grown son of the sitting president. He's relevant because he was flying around on taxpayer dollar, not filing under a FARA, the FARA Act and, and making, we at least know, about $11 million from places like China, Ukraine. Do these countries sound familiar, Janine? Are they in of the news? Of course, of course. And other places that we don't know while his father was president. But don't take it from me. Hunter Biden was ABC News in an interview last year and said, yes, if my name weren't Biden. You know, I'm sure wouldn't have gotten those happen. deals. Well, yeah. and, and Ukraine and, and China and Russia, which are now all on the front burner. And, you know, there's no question that Joe Biden... Uh, even if you look at things like uh, the baby formula, the guy just can't function. But as it relates to his son, the fact that his son has not been indicted is stunning. Whereas if you look at the Trump sons, I mean, Donald Trump Jr. took a meeting in as a naive talk about naive in the middle of a presidential campaign because someone said they had information. He never followed up with it. And that was the end of it. They couldn't get over it. The hate was overwhelming, Kellyanne. And that's why I love your book. 
here's the deal. And But one of the things that, that you talk about as you go through the book is how the Republicans were divided, how you saw that some of the Republicans hated Donald Trump. Talk about how what a stab that was. Well, it was. I mean, think about trying to start in a town where your party has control of the House and the Senate, and now you're the president. President Trump, President-elect and then President Trump just assumes correctly that, hey, all those people who voted 30 times to repeal and replace Obamacare, including Senator John McCain, are going to repeal and replace Obamacare. They're going to put it on my desk now as the Republican president not named Obama. And we're going to get better health care for people because let me tell you something. One of the biggest lies told by an American president in the last 50 years is you can keep your plan, you can keep your doctor. That was not true. Everyone will be insured. Not true then, not true 12 years later, Mm Janine. So he figures, okay, we've got, as Biden does now, total party control of the town. We're at least going to be able to get some things done. But they couldn't get out of their own way, uh, whether it were some of the more conservative members didn't think it had gone far enough. Some of the more moderate members thought it went too far. But instead of just saying here would be the better plan, it was it was uh, he was always pushing a boulder up the hill and did so mm-hmm. with joy on the job and did so with the tenacity. Don't forget, too, Janine, we got to go back to the period, the one month period between the release of the Access Hollywood tape and the election, essentially October 7th to November 8th. That mm-hmm. pe- that month witnessed. A that they, an exodus of all these Republican elected officials who had endorsed him, unendorsing him, and then not lifting a finger in their own states to help him. That's he right. won those states anyway, by and large. So I think, look, he's, he's Donald J. Trump. He's always beaten the odds. He knows how he knows how to defy the critics and shut down the naysayers. But when you're president of the United States, it would help to have some support when you're trying to push through a policy agenda that that has helped so many Americans. And by the way, helped a lot of those people. Janine, the very people who are criticizing him. But, you know, right. it, 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 Kellyanne Conway, in the book, um, Donald Trump, you talk about energy independence. He predicted that if he were not reelected, that gas would go up that the Joe Biden was an anti-fossil fuel person. He predicted that he said inflation would go up. And we went from two to whatever we are, eight, eight and a half percent. Uh, He predicted all of it. And they still are running against the man. The hate people are, it's like learned behavior. Yes, it is. They don't, well, they don't know how else to shift their attention away. It's like a Pavlovian. They were Mm -hmm. Trump, 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 Trump. And they still, you know, but Trump was the excuse of this administration, Saki, Biden, others for a very long time until people realized, excuse me, grownups in the White House, you've been there a long time now. Do something. And people saw the chaotic, deadly withdrawal of Afghanistan, and that was it for them. That had nothing to do with Trump. Donald Trump never would have done that and didn't do it. But here's, here's the other thing. It's because Biden is so bad, they can't get off of Trump. That's the other reason. Trump derangement syndrome, but Trump, Pavlovian, all true, Janine. Let me add another. They don't want to talk about the current president, Biden Mm -hmm. and Harris, and what a man-made disaster this administration is. They don't want to talk about the fact that 13 senior officials have left the Kamala Harris's office since she got there. These are supposed to be dream jobs for the first female <laughs> vice president of color. Right. She turned them into a nightmare. So yep. they don't want to talk about what they see. They want to talk about what they think and what their, what their obsessions are. That's why it's important we talk about it. And look, Janine, there's no question that most Americans look at the polls. Use your own two eyes. Most Americans see what we all see. A president in decline, 
physically, mentally, not where he was as Senator Biden, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But guess what? I try not to mention that and psychoanalyze it too much for a very simple reason. Politics is about telling voters what they don't see, not what they do. And people need to be reminded of all the horrible policies, the actions and the inaction that Joe Biden has taken and not taken since he got there. That's what they need to know, because they may they may not really understand what happened with the Keystone Pipeline. Day one, shut it down. Yep. Did away yep. with it. 42,000 jobs, 800,000 barrels. And, and so people already know what they see. They don't think he's up to the job. They don't think he's got the energy. But you know what else they don't think about Joe Biden? That he's compassionate, that he cares about people like you, that he mm-hmm. has a plan and a vision for the country. Those are indictments of any president in terms of their political currency right now and their presidential prospects going forward. You know, one of the things about the book, uh, the, here's the deal, your memoir, uh, you actually, Kellyanne, turn the camera on yourself, and you talk about your time in the White House and about your personal journey, as we talked about at the beginning of this, but also the vulnerability, uh, personal vulnerabilities, the high, the lows. Uh, talk a little bit about that. I mean, wh- how did, why did you decide to talk about your family? Well, because my family is being talked about. So, <laughs> And I said very little at the time, Janine, I'm not going to join the media maelstrom about my life. They're covering my children. It's, it's unconscionable. And I would say unforgivable, mm-hmm. Janine, for people to have done that. It wasn't just one reporter here or one reporter there, although uh, the New York Times reporter Taylor Lorenz got it all started. It was, it right. was so many people. And I'm grateful to those who didn't jump aboard. I'm grateful to those uh, Democrat friends in my life who never voted for Donald Trump but who thought this was beyond and they were helpful. But the reason I talk about it is because I, now in my book, Here's the Deal, is because I didn't talk about it then. There was no way in the White House as a public servant I was going to get in the middle of a Twitter war between my boss and my husband. Uh, I went back at the media privately. I wasn't going to weigh in on it. My children are amazing. They're more resilient, have more class, brilliance, discretion, dignity, and judgment in their pinkies, these teenagers, than every adult who thought that those kids were any of their business. But I also, you know, people want to know how I felt what I thought, and I, and I tell them, but I also throw a cautionary, I, I, throw, I throw a cautionary tale out there, Janine. This can happen to anybody. Right. There are kids on TikTok right now. As we speak, posing in their bikinis, pushing back on authority, including mom and dad, you know, um, expressing their political views, showing a new recipe, whatever it is they're doing, it, they're doing, they're doing it. And we have to be aware of what's happening when we're not looking. Adults direct messaging them. People, not just sexual predators and bullies. We already know that. And that's already awful and awful. But I mean other people who just uh, want to get in their heads, fame, fortune, um, There could be child trafficking. That didn't happen to my kids, God forbid. But we need to be more aware of what's happening when, you know, this is a different topic, but what's happening when we're not looking, when you say goodnight to the kids, these poor girls in their beds, under the cover, staring at their phones and hearing their classmates tell them they're not invited to something. They're less than. It's a huge, huge issue. But the mainstream media thought it was their business. I don't know if they thought it would make Donald Trump mad. It would make me fall apart. It would make Georgia look like a folk hero. We are these children's parents. And for, for whatever else, that will never change. I'm an only child. George is an only child, Janine. We have four great kids. Everybody should have done what you and I did with the Obama girls, the Bush girls, Chelsea yep. Clinton, and everybody yep. else. Yep. Keep your paws off. Last point. Here's a fact that's in my book. This is really shocking to people. They say, what the hell were we all thinking? Hunter Biden was 51 years old <laughs> when his laptop, 51 years old. That's and right. the New York Post ran a story about his laptop saying, let's dig into this. 
They got suspended from Twitter for two weeks. The mainstream media automatically knew that was Russian different disinformation. The intelligence officials, 51 of them, signed a letter. That laptop is Russian inf- disinformation. It's not real. And that they was a lie. For 51-year-old Hunter Biden, and they tried to exploit my 15-year-old daughter. Yeah. Fancy that for a second. Yeah. And that is a disgrace all the way around. I'm a staffer. Joe Biden's the president. Yep. Yep. But the the point is that they have already established themselves as a political body and by, uh, by themselves. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, the book is Here's the Deal, a memoir. I must tell you, everyone, the woman is brilliant. You knew she was brilliant. She is unbreakable. The moral core. She is strong. Uh, she doesn't pull any punches. I love her. Get the book. Kellyanne Conway. Here's the here's the deal. Fantastic. Thank you, Kellyanne. Thank you. All right. And never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T the number 2, T.org. It's the Judge Janine Show.